There are many kinds of boners, right? <laughs> yeah. Low voice. I was in the crib when my balls dropped. Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks. Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt. If she turn me down, God knows that it's her loss. All right, everybody. What's happening? You listen to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. What's going on, ladies? Gentlemen, thank you for listening. My name is Jason. I am your host. I got my wife with me. What's up? Wife. She's named Christina. How's it going? Hi, hubby. Hi, wife. It's going good. And for everybody wondering, that was not a beer that I just cracked. That was indeed a Diet Coke. Which I would love some. Oh, I'll pass it over to you. Let 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 me pass this over to you. So, we are enjoying a Diet Coke, not a beverage. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, I want to make a few announcements. On August the 4th, we are attending the Summer Sizzler with a couple of the other podcast NH podcasts, including our buddies Peter and Pepin at We Need to Talk. Also, our buddies Billy and Joe at Off Colored Discussions. We will be at the Summer Sizzler. That's on August the 4th. That is to benefit the Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars fundraiser that will be ending that day. We have a large foam giant check that we have printed out. Check out my social media to see the large foam check that we printed. We will be writing a check to one up, literally $1 more than the single highest donation to the Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars fundraiser. Because fuck all of y'all shit happens when you party naked. We go on worldwide, motherfuckers. We do it real. True that. True that. So um, anybody who feels like getting in on that donation to um, the Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars event, I've been practicing that all week, by the way, after fucking it up last week. Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars. Jab, hook, duck, weave. You know what I mean? Beards, Beards, Battle Scars. Boom. I got it. Beards, Beers, Battle Scars. Anybody who wants to get down on the Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars fundraiser can navigate their web browsers over to vetscount.org. Org, you will find details there. It is quite easy. If you are listening to this podcast, then you have the technological skills necessary to find that fundraiser. Speaking of off-colored discussions, I made an appearance on their podcast this week, so go check that out. That was a ton of fun. At the top of the show, I do want to wish a very, very Happy birthday to our little buddy Bryce. What's up, Bryce? Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, little guy. I had always wondered if there was a gayer name out there than Lance. And then I met Bryce. Hmm. So. Is he 21? Oh, God. No, I think he's a little bit older than that. He is a baby, though. I was just going off yeah. of his maturity level. Oh, well, if that you're going off his maturity man. level, he's fucking 11. When you hear this, your birthday will have been some days ago, but I hope it was a good day. I hope everybody was nice to you. I hope nobody called your name gay except for me. Sorry. And I hope you had some birthday sex. It's not a good birthday without. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of a prereq for your birthday is that you better be getting some. Get some. Yeah, you better be getting some. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure he would do that for her. If it's her birthday, guess what? Mm-hmm. Just got to get down there. You know what I mean? Like, mm. hey, it's her birthday. You know how to treat her right. You know, please your lady on her birthday. You mm. know what I'm saying? If you don't please your lady on her birthday, then... Um, birthday. 
on her birthday, then she's going to find somebody who does. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's going to find somebody who does give her that on her birthday. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get down on that. You know? Yeah, which I feel like that's a good... Got to munch that sour cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like that's a good, um, kind of good... Um, what do you normally call that? Like a general segue? philosophy to live by? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call a segue. Fertility updates for everybody who gives a shit about my splooge. There has been no semen analysis test done yet. I regret to inform you all. So the problem with the, the getting the semen test done is that there's only one nearby lab that accepts these samples. So it's not like I can just fucking drop this thing off wherever. I can't fucking run through the McDonald's drive through and fucking trade it for a, a Big Mac and fries, right? I can't just fucking drop it off wherever. So, uh, you, know, you know, the lab is only open during business hours. And you probably don't stop to think about it, but you might actually go years without ejaculating between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how often do you ejaculate during the workday? It's not frequent, at least for me. I got to take like a half mm-hmm. day from work. I got to actually put in fucking PTO just to jack off in a fucking piece of sterile Tupperware. What the fuck? Damn. So that's why I haven't done it yet. It's like, I got to fucking take a half. What am I going to tell my boss? What am I going to tell my boss? I'm going to tell my boss. What am I going to tell my boss? Your boss is going to be like, why are you leaving work early? Oh, nothing big. I just got to, you know, I got to get home and I got to jack off into a, a a piece of Tupperware. And then you have 30 minutes to deliver it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's time sensitive. It is time sensitive. So it's not like I can jack off in the thing and then save it till tomorrow and drop it off on the way to work. I got to, I mean, we got to get up. We got to jerk me off. We got to go into work late. I don't know. Well, they so, are open at 7 though, right? I think they are open fairly early. We could probably get it in before work. And we maybe should make a point of that this week because the endocrinologist did call me and, and ask um, where the fuck my jizz was. Here's some of my cum. Mm. But they're calling me like, where's your, where's your jizz, dude? Well, I, I think that makes sense. So they're the ones that gave you the referral. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they want me to drop off mm-hmm. some jizz. I mean, last time I did that, I was actually prosecuted. I spent a little time <laughs> in jail um, for just dropping off my jizz in a cup. I mean, I, in hindsight, a playground was not the place for that. So uh, I've learned. I've been rehabilitated. But um, apparently a lab is the place. Yeah, an elementary school playground, not the place to be flinging a cup of your own semen mm-hmm. out the window of your moving car. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. I have learned, please let me be a lesson to everyone. Don't do that. And what's funny is I think actually our boss would be supportive of the time. It's just a weird conversation to have. I mean, your mom is like already way too supportive. She's already way too supportive. She offered to give me fucking porn. I'm like, lady, look, it's not the fucking 60s anymore. I don't need a magazine. I got the fucking internet. She did not. She, You were there. She offered to give me a magazine, remember? She's like, I can go get you a, Ah! I'll go get you some stuff if you need some stuff, you know? Like, you need a little inspiration. I can go find something for you. Mm -hmm. What do you like? What do you like? You like backdoor? You like it? You know, what do you like? You like it in the ass? You like it? You 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 want to like the the full facial? I mean, what do you want? You want something classy, or you want like really dirty shit, full penetration, jizz everywhere, or do you want it like lace and and classy shit? I was like, Joanne, this is a very weird conversation for me to be having with you. Do you want it classy like your daughter? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she did not say that. That's hilarious. Yeah. 
Were there any other t- um, updates in terms of... No, that's pretty much just semen staying in my balls. That was more or less the update. You're listening to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. This is Off Color Discussions. I'm your host, Joe B. Sit with me, my man, Billy. Good evening, sir. <laughs> uh, if you like good conversation... And hearing about good beer... You can uh, check this out. Is that the cat? Yes. Yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I blame you for owning a cat, man. That's you know cats mean. are assholes. I am not shitting myself for charity. They ain't got PlayStation because they're bitches. I took my pants off about an hour ago. In Germany, there's a word for this. Like what you guys made here. It's called Gemutlich. If you like what you heard, you can just find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Spotify, and at offcolordiscussions.blueberry.net, where you can see a link to all the beer that we have tried over the past, what, eight months or so. So We on all the socials. All the socials. Check us out. You're listening to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Try saying that down low. You're listening to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. That was terrible. No, that was all right. That wasn't terrible. That wasn't terrible. It was okay. Shit happens. I can't do it, Lau. You just go, just relax everything. Like, let your throat relax and everything. You don't have to force it, low. So, just let like your I'm throat about relax. to give you head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. relax? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not that you ever need to relax your throat for that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's not like I'm hitting the back. Oh, with this little thing. <laughs> like I'm, it's not like I'm. Uh, that's funny. You do hit the back, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you just say, you're listening to shit happens when you party naked. Oh, just sultry, not low, but like sultry. Like You're listening to shit happens when you party naked. You can say it a little bit louder. Not like you're whispering, like, you're listening to shit happens. You, you gotta be like, you're listening. <laughs> so it has to still be like a little, okay, okay. you're listening. Okay. You're listening to shit happens when you party naked. That was pretty good. See, you just need a few takes. That's yeah. all. Once you get it, you get it. You got it. Mm. Good. So we just spent two fucking hours at Walmart. <laughs> I wanted to maybe briefly unpack that ordeal <laughs> so that we might prevent me from suffering PTSD from this fucking Walmart ordeal. Um... Would you say Walmart is a place that we go very often? Fuck no. Thank fuck the fuck no. God no. Yeah, thank the broke. fuck God no. Yeah, they got a lot of shit at Walmart. I, let me ask you this. Of all the shit we just bought, how much of it do you think we actually needed? That's a good question. Um, I think I think 60%. 60%. So we bought Probably. 40% of bullshit we didn't need. Yeah, and I would say that's about how much we bought that was not on the list. Maybe yeah. actually I think we bought yes. higher. Maybe 50% was not on the list because that list was by, fucking small. That list was fucking small. If you want to like go a, by the list, we bought 30% of what we bought was on the list. <laughs> yeah. 70 was bullshit that we're like, yeah. oh, look, we need new bowls for our cat to eat out of. But that is something we do need. I just happen to not think about it and put it on the list. We need owl-shaped salt and pepper shakers. 
That's what I mean. That are fucking cute. I mean, that's that was definitely a it's splurge. Fucking Walmart. That's how fu- yeah. that's how they get you. You saw them though, and you were like, "Oh, those are those are really cute." You have my permission. I wasn't. That's what you said. It didn't sound exactly like that. It sounded like, put them in the cart, let's keep moving. No, you were like, you have my permission. That's exactly what you said. You're like, oh, those are cute. You have my permission, and you walked off. We might remember that a little differently. (laughs) I have a slightly different recollection of that Is your testosterone kind of um, fogging up your memory? My testosterone? Yeah, Yeah. all that testosterone that I got flowing around in me. Yeah. Well, whatever is left. We is, did have that tested. <laughs> whatever you have left is um, trying to reshape that memory to be a little bit more masculine because your estrogen must have been peaking at that time oh, when you oh. thought the owl salt and pepper shakers were cute. All right, in fairness, those owl salt and pepper shakers are legitimately They're cute. They're fucking cute. Salt and pepper shakers. I they completely are. agree. They are. They are. In my defense. <laughs> All that testosterone, a little bit of testosterone that it I have left. Have worn is, off. It's swirling around my brain, yeah. not my balls. Now, now it's worn off because now you're back to agreeing that they're cute. They, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, they, they, they were cute. I'll agree with that. Are your nipples leaking? No, not that. No. Bring a baby in here and they will. But, <laughs> but they did need some new... He needed some new cables. dishes. Yeah, he needed some new dishes to eat food out of, for yeah. sure. Because so his old ones... They, we, we, we don't have, have enough. enough. Yeah, so they would get dirty too fast. Yeah. Yeah, and we wouldn't have a, a clean one for him. So. Yeah, and he couldn't use the bowls. He doesn't use the bowls. And that's very definitely well. not a lesson. That's not uh, the the world's way of saying wash your fucking dishes more. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's not like the world saying, dog, don't let that shit pile up, man, maybe. No, we live in um, first world. That means you don't have enough dishes. No, we just let them pile up, and the yeah. Guatemalan lady comes and cleans them. Yeah, she's on strike. We need to bring back that cleaning lady. We talked we about do. that before. We need we that do. cleaning lady back. But I was going to say, if we look at how much we just got for the cat, 45 out of the 200, that's almost a quarter we just spent on the cat. Yeah, I think so. We we spend a pretty good bit on this fucking cat. It's fucking crazy. This fucking cat. Can't wait until we have kids. We can spend thousands of dollars on them. No shit. But I, I'm going to sound, I think sometimes, at times I have been accused of being a little bit arrogant. And no. I don't deny, I don't deny someone accusing me of being a bit arrogant. I actually do think I am a little stuck up at times, and I do think I am a bit, I don't know, arrogant might be kind of strong, because I don't think I'm mean, but I do, mm-hmm. I am a little bit of a snob, and I will readily admit to that, so... Um, there is nothing that makes me feel good about my life than walking around a fucking Walmart mm. for two hours. Though. Let me tell you, nothing will make you feel superior as a motherfucker. Like, I feel bad when I get a 90 on a test because that's an A-. minus. I'm not even thinking, you got a 90 on a test, dog. At least you got all your teeth in your fucking head. You mm-hmm. go around a Walmart, you walk around a Walmart, and you will think, holy shit. I'm like one of three motherfuckers in this whole super Walmart that got all his teeth in his fucking mm-hmm. head right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many interesting folks that go there that aren't there like YouTube channels and all these different type of things about just yeah. straight about yeah. the people you see at Walmart. There's there's a website called People of Walmart that is quite funny. It has like it's crazy weird sightings of people who are like really dressed kind of crazy. They're wearing crazy stuff or they're you know they're partially nude, but they're sort of like their, their buttholes hanging out or you can see through their shorts or something. And it's always, mm-hmm. I mean, it's never like, ooh, yeah, that's nice. It's always like, oh, God, mm-hmm. why would that lady think that was a good thing mm-hmm. to wear out in public and stuff? So. The craziest one I've seen was it was um, 
it was saying something along the lines of like a thong diaper. So mm-hmm. it was this larger woman and she was, you know, pushing a car. She was kind of bent over her, her shit was like up her ass mm-hmm. and, you know, it was kind of showing the cheeks a little bit. And Ooh. then, and then it looked like she was wearing a thong mm-hmm. and then she had like a, like a, you could see the, mm-hmm. that it was either a pad or a mm-hmm. depends or something. Ooh. Let's make a baby now. I'm ready. Let's push pause on this bitch. <laughs> he felt it move. Oh, five went from six to midnight, baby. <laughs> Holy shit. I think I sprained something. It got hard so fast, man. Shit. I got like underwear burn on my penis. It got hard so fast. Holy fuck. I just got like an Indian rug burn on the tip of my cock. and went whoosh, hard so damn fast. Holy shit. Tell me about that big old lady's Depends pad again, how it keeps the contents of her anus Mm -hmm. away from her underwear. Mm -hmm. It's the barrier between her poop and her panties. I want to hear all (laughs) about that. Tell me about that. I'm just going to go get the lube and I'm just going to start working it while you tell me about that. Ladies' panties. That is some nasty shit. Do you, like me, enjoy looking at what's in other people's carts at the Walmart and silently judging them? That is that is a fabulous question. I fucking love judging people mm-hmm. yeah, at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> or, or not even at Walmart. At any any time yeah. you go grocery shopping, absolutely love it. I Walmart actually, just happens to be the best place for it because I feel like everything there is just turned up a little bit higher than your usual supermarket. You can see people putting shitty food in their cart at a typical supermarket, but Walmart, it's like... That's the place to go to see a 500-pound lady dragging a cart behind her motorized scooter that's, like, filled, overflowing with a pyramid of, like, ice cream. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the place. It's on steroids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, It is absolutely insane what... um you, what you see people's car, and you've said it where you're never disappointed never. where somebody who is, never. you know, large, but that always makes me sad too, you know, and then what it makes me sad is when you see the obese parent and then what's in their cart and then that you see the, um, you know, overweight, mm. obese kid. Yeah. And it's, just, I mean, just a we, shit. We touched on that before. The kid yeah. can't really help it. And, and, you know, they, they must eat what the parent feeds them because they don't. And that's a whole different thing. I mean, obviously that kind of gets me going from a compassion angle, but I'd like to focus really more on the us being superior and judging other people <laughs> angle, okay. at least for the time being, we can, <laughs> we, we can Understood. probably, we could probably make a nice little segue into that. Cause I do want to talk some nutrition stuff coming up mm-hmm. here in a minute as well. But, um, yeah, it's amazing. It, it, it never disappoints, just yeah. like you said. It never disappoints. You never mm-hmm. you never see this cart full of bullshit like that 48-pack of Pop-Tarts and yeah. bullshit cereal waffles, and waffles white and bread. corn dogs. You never look and see that cart. You never look and see that and then look up and it's like some dude who's like ripped washboard yeah. abs, some girl who's like 120 pounds, blonde. You know, it's always you look up and you're like, oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, looks about right. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's about what I expected when I saw that you had like three, eight packs of fucking blueberry muffins in your fucking car. This is yeah, I know. Never disappoints you. A hundred percent. It's just, um, you know, when we're going grocery shopping, I mean, what we buy is so normal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a hundred percent. 
um, how we eat with a lot of vegetables and whole grains mm-hmm. and, you know. A lot of natural foods, a yeah. lot of whole foods, less processed stuff. Yeah, not a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And that just seems totally normal. Then when I see other people's car, I'm like, wow, I'm like, some people just don't, they just don't eat that way. Yeah. And that's no, I mean, their normal. That is their normal. And, and it at doesn't Walmart, seem odd to them. We're almost like the weirdos at Walmart, right? Because I'll look at the person in front of me in the checkout line. I'll look at the person in the back of me in the checkout line. I'm in the middle, and I'm the only one who's got, like, legit fresh fruit and vegetables and stuff like that. Everybody else is, like, box mm-hmm. of cereal, frozen box of frozen lasagna, pizza, Cheetos, Dorito. And mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, maybe they're silently judging me. Like, mm-hmm. look at this little motherfucker. He going to go home and make some bok choy. I don't even know how to spell bok choy. Mm-hmm. Fuck that little motherfucker. He thinks he's better than me because he's not eating Cheetos, and he's going to go home and cook some fucking cabbage. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go home and cook some Chinese food. Chinese food. Some Chinese food. He's gonna go home and make himself some good, fresh Vietnamese spring rolls or some shit. I'm gonna go make a hot pocket. Fuck him. He think he better than me. Yeah, I think I'm better than you. Or they think okay. we're judging them. Sometimes they do, but I am judging them, so it's fair, right? Yeah. I mean, so they're it? right. Yeah. So they're completely right. So. Mm-hmm. And and there is a strong correlation. Not to hopefully this isn't off the um, we're superior kick, but no, I feel like I got that out. I okay. feel like yeah. Okay. I feel like okay, good, good about that now. Yeah. Okay. And I, I just interjected a little too early there, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, there's there is a strong correlation between like income and you know education and how people eat. So yeah. I think Walmart does. You know, people go there. Of, of, there's probably a higher percent that go there with a lower income. Of course, you know, I think other folks of other incomes go shop at Walmart too. But I think um, a larger majority mm-hmm. is a lower income, low education, um, and so then they're going to buy less healthy foods. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and um, I think the same goes for like uh, tobacco use too, right? I, I remember reading a statistic that said so that too. college graduates smoked at a. It was a. I don't remember exactly what the difference in the percentiles wa- was, but the, the difference was pretty stark among higher educated people. They just, they use less tobacco yeah. and the smaller percentage of them use tobacco. Yeah. So. I wonder about alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. We're smart as fuck and we used to drink like fish, so. No, because I, I, I mean, I can see like two different um, use cases where maybe people lower SES and education money. They might drink if they might have higher rates of depression yeah. and hopelessness and and those kind of things. Yeah. And then the people in the higher you know jobs incomes and stuff they have high high stress high demand high yeah. pressure, and it also might be a part of the lifestyle you know taking out clients or this or that or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I think I wonder which one's higher. I, I yeah, I don't know what, which one uses the more, but I definitely have a, the feeling that the people who shop at Walmart, um, besides you and me, because you know that that doesn't apply to us, right? I mean, yeah, we might have shopped at Walmart tonight, but pff, we're not one of them. Um, <laughs> but you know, the the, fo- the 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 folks who are of the lower uh, income brackets probably don't. Drink hundred dollar bottles of right, Woodford Reserve, right. and and we will drink a hundred dollar bottle of Woodford Reserve from uh, from time to time on occasion. So, it's probably what the people are drinking is a little bit different as well, depending on who you're talking about and like what they do for a living and what their max education level is and such. So, yeah, I agree with that. I was thinking that too. I'm sure the 
type of alcohol that is consumed is different. And the thing about alcohol too is like um, that shit's always shit always does well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're having a rough week, you need a drink to you need a drink to take the edge off. If you're if you just had a baby, you know, you're gonna have a celebration. Or if you just aced a, I, every time I get a four point oh, I'm let's go get an expensive it, yeah. bottle. But how do you feel in general? Generally speaking, about hemorrhoids. <laughs> hemorrhoids. You remember that time we went to we, we went to Walmart to get you that hemorrhoid cream, and I kept saying it was mine. And you were like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up." You remember that? <laughs> we went to get the witch hazel wipes and the hemorrhoid cream, and I was like, "It's cool, man. I just got hemorrhoids. This, this is for my ass. It's totally for my ass. It's not for her ass. It's for my ass." And you were like, "Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck. I swear to God, I'll bite your dick off. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck." I don't you know don't if that? I want this part on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, um, have you ever, let me ask you this before I segue into that nutritional shit. We, we need that on there, though. That was good. That was good stuff. Anyway. Um, if we add that we were getting it to reduce the puffiness under my eye. Dis- yeah. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I was, disclaimer. I was buying the Preparation H because it's, it allegedly reduces puffiness under your eyes. Indeed. That's the story we'll go with. No. Uh, okay, okay. We'll we'll decide what gets in and what doesn't. <laughs> it's okay. We don't we don't have to put that in. Have you ever been into a Walmart fucked up before? Yeah. How do you think how, how do you think that affected your general experience of Walmart going in fucked up? Um And how fucked up were you? Like alcohol. Yeah, yeah, okay, so alcohol, cool. But, I mean, how, in terms of, like, uh, maybe scale of 1 to 10, I mean, were you blackout drunk? Were you tipsy? Where were you on that on that scale, on that continuum? Um, I've probably been in on a couple, you know, on a couple of points of the continuum. Okay. Um, You've been in Walmart fucked up more than once. I have. Excellent. You're a pro. Yeah. Um, I would say I was just running in for something, so it wasn't too... Preparation H. No. No, okay. Motherfucker. <laughs> all right, all right. I just, it's just a guess. I don't, I mean, it's all right. It's a shitty guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shitty pun. <laughs> um, so it wasn't anything interesting. Okay, so. Uh, How about you? Thank you for asking me. Thank you, Christina. You're welcome, um, Jason. I have been inside a Walmart fucked up before, probably on more than one occasion, but there's one that stands out to me right now in my brain. And, um, it was when I lived in Athens, Georgia, shout out to the Bulldogs. I am a Mm -hmm. alumnus of university of Georgia. I love university of Georgia. And, um, so I was living in Athens at the time, but it was after I'd graduated, I think. And I was working a shit ass job in Athens before I moved back to Atlanta. And, um, I was working a shit ass job. So I drank a lot, you know, we, we would get together after work and we'd get shitty and, um, oftentimes we would stay up late watching movies and stuff, get shit faced. So, um, we, me and my buddy Chris, and I think maybe my buddy Brandon, there was like th- two, three of us, maybe four of us. We went into a Walmart. It was one of these 24 hour deals. And it, we went in at like two in the morning cause they cut us off at the bar. I mean, the bar closed and we wanted to go home and watch grandma's boy only. I didn't own grandma's boy yet. Mm-hmm. So we went to a Walmart to buy grandma's boy. 
so that we could put Grandma's Boy on and watch it. And so we're pretty shitty, like wandering around the Walmart, and we get we get split up. And so I grab Grandma's Boy, and I'm wandering back to the front to find my buddies, and I'm walking through the home goods section. And the home goods section was pretty sparsely populated at two in the morning. And there's my buddy Chris standing in the in the aisle, pissing on the floor, pretending to be looking at an ironing board, pretending Shut to be shopping around. Up. Yeah, he's he's just pissing right on the floor. I'm like, they've got public bathrooms in Walmart, dude. It's like a hundred yards that way. He's like, yeah, fuck it. No, no, this is better. I want to piss on the floor. And, um, yeah, he was, he was a pretty crazy motherfucker oh when he trained. Oh, my god! Yeah, so he pissed on the floor. I was like, God damn, we're getting the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, ran the fuck out of there. And, and that didn't was, get caught? No, no. We, we got the fuck out of there pretty pretty quick, Jesus. pretty hastily. And uh, nobody got caught for that, thankfully. But um, That's terrible. Somebody had to clean that up. Somebody had to mop his back. You know there's some Walmart boy like... Why the fuck am I cleaning up this? Seriously. It smells like asparagus at 2.30 in the goddamn <sighs> morning on a Saturday night. What the fuck? Shake my head. Shake SMH, baby. That's how S-M-H. the internet kids say it. SMH. I SMH. finally remembered that that's what SMH stands for. I love you. Hmm. That took a while. Uh, yeah, I really did. <laughs> it's funny. You'd be like flipping through Facebook. And you'd be like, what does SMH mean? What does TBH mean? I'm like, to be honest. To be honest, that yeah. one I haven't put to memory. What is that? What does IMO mean? In my in opinion? my opinion, there we go. <gasps> we could have like a um, quiz. Yeah, like yeah. a what is it called? Like we're doing that fire something. Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be a I'll good fail. little segment. I know, but it'll be funny. And then we should do one that's um, medical terminology because we'll, that one I should do. Well. We'll make you guess. You know what I mean? And we'll we'll compare your guesses to the real thing. Totally, hundred percent. That'd be funny. All right, so now that now that we have completely we have digressed, completely offended any of our listeners that may shop mm-hmm. at Walmart regularly, mm-hmm. you know who you are. I won't judge you. You're okay. <laughs> but um, we can we can we talked about the nutrition and our observations on the type of things the Walmart shoppers buy, and that made me that that, that makes me think about uh, or that that turns my attention to a topic that's been on my mind a lot the last few days, and that is superfoods. I've been thinking about superfoods a lot. Not the preparation it. age. Not I was not thinking about preparation age, actually. I really, believe it or not, I seldom think about preparation age. It's almost never on my yeah, mind. I don't yeah. really think about it either. That's fucking weird, isn't it? I guess you only think about it if you need it. Only, only if your butthole is... In fuego. That's in, that's effective in advertising. Fuego. That oh. is effective advertising. I'm sorry, keeping the <laughs> You are a derailing motherfucker, you know that. <laughs> I fucking I mentioned on this podcast a few times, but you are a derailing motherfucker. <laughs> you are a fucking derailing motherfucker. You derail uh, everything. God damn. Superfoods, motherfucker. Keep on the topic. Okay. <laughs> fucking superfoods have been on my brain lately, but they're off my brain now because I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? You're the nutritionist here. You're the registered dietitian nutritionist. Why the fuck? You want to talk about Preparation H? I'm the comedian. You want to talk about Preparation H? I'm the one wanting to talk about superfoods. What the fuck? Okay. And Somebody I'm edit out the gunshot when I, when I blow myself away. And I'm sober. 
I know. We are both sober. I know. You're too delirious to record tonight. <sighs> Nobody should have put you near a mic tonight. You're fucking delirious. I got to like steer you through the fucking Walmart. Anyway. Okay. What the fuck superfoods. do you think about superfoods? Is there such a thing in your mind as a superfood? I think it's all media derived. I think it's all media hype. I think it's, it's crap. It's all media hype. I think it's total bullshit. Okay. So you do you think like there's an underlying concept to superfoods that might be helpful to some people? I definitely think that when they're quote unquote labeling the new food as a superfood, they're always selecting nutrient dense foods. Mm-hmm. There are often foods that are absolutely packed with vitamins, minerals, fiber, yeah. phytochemicals, antioxidants, probably other compounds that are. That was aren't. a good list you just rattled off. That thank was good. thank yeah. you. There's other compounds that. We just don't even know that are present in foods, which is why we should be eating whole foods. But, I mean, it's it's just irritating because they label it and they, they make it. And I've had conversations with people who aren't in the nutrition field, mm-hmm. um, but they're bandwagon. Is that what it is? Bandwagon. Bandwagon yep. jumpers where yep. they jump on every single new thing that the media publishes that um, Live Strong or Huffington Post say is the next healthy thing. And they, they're they like, oh, I got to eat this. They think that it's going to be the cure to all diseases, that it's going to be their fountain of youth, and that, oh, if I eat this, then everything else is okay, or I should only eat this because they say this is really good for you. It's just so fucking irritating. Yeah. So let me give you some examples of some superfoods that, that have been, um, I guess, written about in the media and advertised as such. Things like blueberries, goji berry, other berries, Mm -hmm. um, cocoa beans, bananas, avocado, kale, green tea, chia seeds. That's what you mean by uh, a moment ago you said most of these foods that are touted as superfoods are whole foods. They're typically nutritious. I mean, they're packed with Mm -hmm. nutrients that are good for us. Mm -hmm. They very seldom contain things that are bad for us, like trans fats or, Mm -hmm. or added sodiums and added sugars and stuff. So... You think that maybe in general the idea of a superfood might be a little bit helpful? I think uh, they could be helpful in terms of they're bringing awareness to the mm-hmm. nutritional value of it's these It's definitely foods. a marketing term. Like yeah. you said, there's no the, – the USDA and the European – uh, what is it called? It's called the European Food Safety Authority. So the European Food Safety Authority, as well as the USDA, do not have any formal recognition for a superfood. There's no formal definition that a food can meet in order to be called a superfood. It's not um, a recognized term in terms of like nutrition science or dietetics. It's 100% marketing. Mm-hmm. But you think... As far as marketing goes, that that might not be, it's not a terrible thing because like you said, it highlights these nutrient-dense foods. I mean, I think the issue to me is that they do it in such a way that people think that's the one single food they have to start eating. Okay. And, and I think it can yes. result in some confusion mm. because then they're on, like, I think it makes them think they need to, they, that... A, everything will be 
fixed or better Mm -hmm. cure cancer if they eat this one food. And the next month they start promoting a different food. So they're like, oh, well, they said this was healthy. Is this better? So it just seems like they... um, Without they 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 don't justify why they're more heavily weighting that food right now. Like my my sister, I love her, but she is a bandwagon dro- jumper. Love you, Ann. I don't know if she knows that, but um, that's what I think. And she and they were um, there was a lot of hype about avocado. I think there, yeah. I still think there is. Yeah. But she was under the impression that you could just eat an avocado, get all the vitamins, minerals, nutrients macros that you need and you'd be good that you could just eat avocado. But your sister, your sister doesn't eat a very poor diet either. She doesn't eat a lot of fast food. She doesn't eat a lot of like highly processed stuff. She's one of these like kind of crunchy granola moms mm-hmm. that she buys a lot of good, healthy, whole natural. I mean, she, they've got their own hens. They, they got their own eggs. They do a lot of of good whole kind of natural foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if she's a good example of someone who... Uh, consumes a very poor diet and then adds in a superfood, hoping that that superfood will counterbalance the negative effects of a lot of processed foods, a lot of fast foods and stuff, because that is one of the, as I was doing my research on superfoods, mm-hmm. that is one of the drawbacks to superfoods that was mentioned by, um, I don't remember the lady's name, but she's a PhD and a registered and licensed dietitian. Mm-hmm. So she's a good authority on the matter. And she was saying that the problem, I guess, with superfoods, much like what you were saying a moment ago, is if people think that that's all they need mm-hmm. and they think that the superfood will help save them from eating fast food for lunch every day, for instance, that those two things don't balance out. The Mm superfood might be good, but it's not undoing the bad. Or if you're sedentary, you can't eat superfoods and be fit. You still need to do some exercise and balance Mm -hmm. your your physical activity with your your consumption. So Mm -hmm. I think that was a wonderful point. It's like you researched this. I, I, yeah, I didn't though. <laughs> it's like you have a, a yeah. It's, it's like, like you I'm work in this. Yeah, it's like you work in this field every day. Yeah, and I think there's just multiple um, groups. There, or there's different scenarios, or there's different kind of demographics for people who subscribe to the superfood. You yeah. know, there might be those folks who have a shitty diet, and then they select the single superfoods, and they feel better about their choices because they're incorporating that one food, which, I mean, admittedly, it's it's not bad they're incorporating it. It's just likely not going to have the outcome that they're hoping for because yeah. they're eating fucked up everywhere else. But then I think there's the other side um, where somebody's eating healthy, and then they latch onto um, the superfood like it's the end all be all. And this month it's one flavor, next mm-hmm. month is another flavor. Yeah. And they so 100% without, um, or I should say to a fault, they they just believe this food is just so, so healthy. And that's where my sister falls in. It, like when she said, the avocado, I can eat the avocado, yeah. and that's all. Because it's it's so loaded with like that's so, so false. If I may, if I may, it seems like you're objecting to the lack of critical thinking that many yeah. people apply or yes. don't apply to this particular issue. You're not objecting yes. to blueberries or avocado or bananas or no. kale, but what you are objecting to is the idea that people will simply um, jump onto a, a trend. They will. 
they will begin to follow this new trend. And, and it's there's really there's not a fundamental difference in food trends versus fashion or music or anything else. I mean, trends are trends, and people follow what's kind of new and, and fancy and seems awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, you would like to see people, it seems to me at least, that you would like to see people be a little bit more critical in their mm-hmm. analysis. I, If I may also add that from all of the reading that I have done, as well as my education uh, in addition, the superfood designation seems to me like it's a semi-useful appeal for a particular food containing um, higher concentration or increased completeness of maybe even a greater bioavailability of the things that you mentioned, the nutrients like vitamins, minerals, the antioxidants, fiber, uh, polyphenols, and stuff like that. But um, it 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 seems like they're helpful, like they're really not going to do you any harm. But mm-hmm. you also need to apply some critical thinking and consume the superfood. If you like avocado, consume avocado, but do so in moderation and with other... Exactly. Yeah. So what you would say a well-balanced and rounded mm-hmm. eating plan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you can't get all of your nutrition from a single item. You no. just can't do it. No, you can't. Like you need to, if you eat the same food every day, every meal, you're only getting the nutrition in that single food, and then it's, you're eventually going to result in deficits and mm-hmm. issues, yada, yada, yada. That's why I so 100% oppose the just eat an avocado. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, false. I think if you think that you're going to skip breakfast, you're going to have a bag of chips at lunch, and then you're going to go home and have a little avocado, and that's going to solve your problems, then you're probably not. You probably um, you're not going to get what you're what you're paying for out of that. But the the reason why this topic even sprang to my mind is that I heard someone on the radio. It was a radio personality who is um, a self-designated, semi-self-designated nutrition expert. This individual does not hold any nutrition-related degrees, so there's no licensure in place. But if I can if I can kind of summarize the gist of what they were saying, the person said, pick one. He was he was being very critical of superfoods in general and the superfood designation, more so than even you and I are being now. But he said, pick one suit. He said superfoods are bullshit. If you pick one superfood and eat nothing but that, see how that goes for you. But I also thought that was kind of bullshit too because even somebody like your sister, for example, who will say, oh, I can eat the avocado and I can get my nutrients, she doesn't just eat avocado. I mean, I've seen her pantry. We've been over Mm -hmm. there. I mean, she does have a wide variety of good, whole, natural, Mm -hmm. healthy foods. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like very many people, I think it's a very small minority of people who are saying, oh, well, okay, Blueberry is a superfood that's hot this week. I'm going to eat nothing but blueberry. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I just don't see that happening very, very much. I still think the superfood might be a kind of useful designation for folks, mm-hmm. even if they do need to keep in mind what you said. Yeah, and I guess my last thought on it is, I think it just, I think it just serves to confuse people a little bit where. Foods are labeled as really, really good, mm-hmm. and foods are labeled as really, really bad. And to me, in my perspective, 
all foods can fit in. Yeah. Um, there are yeah. some more nutrient-dense foods, some less nutrient-dense foods, which to me speaks on the frequency of eating them. If it's a very nutrient-dense food, great. That should likely be a little heavier hitter. They're more calorie-dense, less nutrition. You should eat them less. But I feel like our society labels foods as Oh, this is it. This is a food that's really good. This is a food that's really bad, like gluten. You should you shouldn't yeah. eat this and blah yeah. blah blah. And I think it just results in consumers that are so fucking confused. They've they just it's like they're like a ping pong ball. They oh you know, they don't know which way to go. That confusion also contributes to people finally just saying, fuck it. I'm not gonna listen to these experts because they can't make up their damn minds. Yeah. So I'm hearing different stuff every time I open a, a website and I go read a news article about health. HuffPost says one thing, CNN says another. Fuck it. I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep doing my Pop-Tarts and my blueberry muffins. Which you made a good point. You said experts. I think that's what's, what the issue is, too, is the public doesn't know who mm-hmm. the experts are. And so going to Huffington Post and all these bullshit resources, like... It's like you got to always think of who, who is saying this information. What yeah. are their sources? What are their credentials? And I mean, so that to me is a big part of the issue. Is yeah. they're not they're not looking to the the experts about the topic. They're getting it from. I think it can even be hard for um, a, a layperson, a general person of Walmart, to even know. Which expert do I trust? Yeah. What what letters behind the name signify? You know, I think when you have a medical doctor and you call that person doctor, so-and-so, I think that that weighs a lot. That that means something to people. So they trust a medical doctor. But um, there's there's room for confusion there, too, because a lot of chiropractors go by the doctor designation. And I want to take medical advice from a medical doctor. I want to take medical advice from my endocrinologist, Dr. Davidson, D.O. I want that guy's advice. And if I were not as well educated in the field, then maybe I would take the advice of a chiropractor over an endocrinologist because they both have doctor in their name, right? Mm-hmm. And that's even harder for somebody who's a registered dietitian because we don't call them doctors despite their licensure. They don't have a moniker, a, a prefix on their name that then signifies that this is a learned person and this is a, an authority on the on the matter. So I think maybe that also is kind of difficult when you're trying to decide, well, who's the expert? Who do I listen to? Yeah, I think that's totally true. And, um, you know, I, I I think you also had a very good point. This is probably worthy of a, of a, a topic on another day because this will go another hour-long podcast. But I do want to mention briefly, and we'll tease this for another podcast, but you were very right in saying that people want to label something as good or something as bad. They they want these kind of easy ways mm-hmm. of looking at it. Never eat this, always eat this, because that's kind of black and white. It's an easy tip to remember. But what you said, which is that anything can be incorporated into a, a well-balanced diet and a, in a eating pattern. I often say eating pattern instead of diet because people think I'm totally. talking about like a fad diet. But Uh, Any well-balanced eating pattern can fit things in that you shouldn't eat a lot of, but you can eat a little bit of. But I think it's just very easy for people. And it's it's, honestly, it's too reductionist to appeal to me to say, well, carbohydrate is bad. You shouldn't eat any carbohydrate. I don't think anybody gets fat off of 
wild rice or quinoa, and those are carbohydrates that contain starch. I don't, I don't see a lot of Okinawans running around the southern Japanese islands that are, are very obese, and they eat plenty of damn rice. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's overly reductionist to say that carbohydrate is bad. But it's easy for people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I'll just I'll leave that there. I'll let you have the final word, but okay. I'll leave that there because we could talk about that. Yes. That's a whole other topic 100%. for another nutrition hour. And I was just going to say um, the current research, and I've been to several recent talks and about obesity and the complexity of and, and the persistence of and how do we treat it? And what keeps coming up is at the end of the day, you know, the big one of the biggest things is um, the calorie deficit. So the mm-hmm. fact that so you can be on a low carb diet, the keto diet, you could be on a low fat diet, yada yada. At the end of one year, the rate of weight loss was the same, and what really mattered was creating a calorie deficit whichever way you could cut your calories. Um, And exercise wasn't, isn't labeled as being as significant of a factor until like year two in maintenance. Yeah. But it was really a lot of what, what people eat is the biggest factors and regardless of which way you get there. Yeah. But which I find interesting, you know, and some people can go low carb and they can find it very effective. But I, yeah. I, you're right. This could be a long conversation, so I'll keep it short. But like low carb, my issue with it, or just any of these drastic, is if you can't maintain it, yeah. don't fucking do it. Don't yeah. even start because well, as soon as you stop, yeah. you're going to gain the weight back. Yeah, and we know people who have lost a lot of weight doing a ketogenic diet, following a very low carb eating pattern, and then, um, you know, as soon as the breadsticks come back into the to the picture, uh, the the weight comes back as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a hard um, it's a hard way to it's it's maintain. A, it's a tough way to sustain. Yeah, I mean it's a good way to lose some weight over the course of three months, but over the course of three years and longer for these long term outcomes, it is it is a lot tougher uh, to to see. At any rate, I think we could have another nutrition discussion in the future, in the near future, since we're both. Uh, we're both experts with a little um, passionate. Yeah, we're, we're we're passionate about the topic, but then we've both got degrees. We've both been to college. I'm still in college. We've we've we're educated, and so it's something that I think that we we probably should talk about from time to time here on this podcast. Um, but I think maybe for another for another one in the future, we could we could probably touch on. The demonization of a nutrient, like yes. a food is bad. It's a good way to call versus it versus a behavior. You yeah. know. Yeah. At any rate. Set the record straight. Yeah. One last shout out to my homeboys at hashtag adulting and other bad ideas. That's another newish podcast that I've been listening to lately. Those guys are uh, pretty cool dudes. I've been uh, in touch with Mike on the Facebook and the Twitter. So I wanted to say what's up, y'all. And I do believe that we will be having them on the show in the relatively near term as well. So go check them out in addition to off-color discussions and we need to talk. I will appreciate everybody checking out vetscount.org. Check out the Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars fundraiser. We're trying to raise some money for these motherfuckers. And we will be at the Summer Sizzler. So if you find yourself in New England on August 4th, you can come visit us at Abel Ebenezer. That is where the Beards, Beers, and Battle Scars fundraiser Summer Sizzler will be held with the Bearded Sinners helping to sponsor that. Honey?